It's time to learn today how to live the Wazango way. All right, guys, uh, time to learn. Time to go deeper on the Rule 35. I hope that you followed it. our advice and guidance and listen to those uh, first two audio lessons that we put out. And uh, we just put up today the uh, weekly online video lesson on the Rule of 35 to teach you this concept to allow you to get really smart, not only on the money that you have coming in, but knowing where it's going and how to take control of your finances. Never has there been a better time where people need this type of guidance and this education and this information. You know, 64%, somebody today told me 72% of Americans since COVID are living paycheck to paycheck. And if you see what's happening in the economy, all the inflation, all the money that we put in, we're due for uncertainty, uncertainty in how the economy is going to respond. A lot of industries have been affected uh, more so than others. A lot of people's income has been affected more so than others. Uh, the, the brand, the mission, the vision, the goal of the Rule of 35 in Wazango is to empower you and show you how to make smart financial decisions and get control of your life and your money. And we can even show you how to make more money as you learn the Rule of 35, as you uh, study the, the leadership lessons that we have below, as you get clear on what kind of life you want to create for in five years, as you read the books in the order that they're listed, listed at the bottom of the leadership channel. That will literally change your life if you do that. The best part, it's 100% free. So as you learn that, as you apply it, as you use a mortgage the right way, as you protect your assets with insurance, and we have a really special guest uh, that's going to, this is going to be a short lesson uh, before we head over to another meeting we have at 4.30, uh, but we have Jeff Tabor, who is the uh, regional VP at Columbus Life. That's a company that we have a great partnership with, and we are excited to hear a little bit from him on tax strategy, on really thinking through how to use life insurance because he's been in life insurance for how long? How long have you been in life insurance? Sadly to say 35 years. 35 years. 35 years being in one of the best and greatest industries in America, which will, it will always be a great industry. And as you learn the role of 35 and get control of your finances, what industry interests you? If you were to want to make part-time money on the side, full-time money on the side in an industry and make self-employed income to increase your um, you know, tax uh, deductions, to drive down your tax liability, to make more money, to have more after-debt, after-tax money so you can invest. Guys, when you study the rule of 35, you know, I was doing an example for a gentleman today and he makes over $250,000 that is W-2 income. When you make $250,000 W-2 income, guess what deductions you have? Do you know, Jeff? Nope, hit me. So you don't have hardly any deductions other than the standard deductions. When you have self-employed income, meaning 1099 income, how many more deductions would you have? Damn little, right? So at 1099, self-employed, you have a lot of deductions. You can deduct your car payment. You can deduct uh, entertainment. You can deduct uh, business things that you buy for your office. So the things you're already spending money on, but if all your income is W-2, you miss out on the ability to have some tax deductions to drive down your tax liability. When you start to study this roll of 35, here's what we saw for Jeff, okay? Uh, we saw for two things. First, what is your debt to income ratio, okay? And then what do you pay on taxes? We want you to see 
you already know how much money you have coming in. We want you to see what is your after-tax, after-debt income. So after mortgage, cars, credit cards, taxes, student loans, those things are paid. What do you have left over? And then once you start studying that after-tax, after-debt income, you're going to see where it is going and how to have more discipline with that after-tax, after-debt income. And so what I want to talk today with Jeff is this. It's simple. Let's take this scenario of this gentleman. And if you watch and study the rule 35, this lingo, this language is going to start making more sense to you. If it doesn't make sense to you, that means you have not been taught money. We are not taught in a regular educational system, really how money works, how of credit markets work, how to have good credit, how to manage your money, how to really be smart with your money. You take a kid, Jeff, that is 18 years old. I can show you the map. That kid never makes more than $50,000 a year, okay? And if he keeps the rule of 35, he will build up such assets, okay? Such assets, because he's investing 35% of your after-tax, after-debt income. You keep the formula. Over 10 years, the assets have grown. What happens when you have assets? Opportunities. You can take opportunities because you got assets. Now you can leverage that. You can invest better. You can take better opportunities. Your money starts working for you. Most people, Jeff, here's the problem. Guys, this has taken me 13 freaking years of never giving up to figure this out and always keeping a big vision, right? And I wouldn't change anything because it would not have led me to be able to map this formula out for you. And um, uh, I completely lost my train of thought right there, Jeff. Where was I headed with that? Let's see if he was paying attention. Yeah, right. We're not editing this either, man. We're going to give you guys something to laugh to as you're driving down the car. So we were going with the 18-year-old and where they ended up, they ended up with more money because they didn't, they weren't educated to what to do with it, take advantage of it by setting it to the side, following your rule. Yeah, there's no telling in my mind it races 100 miles an hour where I was going with that. But the concept is super simple, guys, and this is going to make a big difference. And here's what I want to talk about. This gentleman here that uh, let's use an example of today. 250000 was his uh, gross income. Uh, total debt payments were right around 5000 So his DTI was twenty-four. Okay. With a $250,000 W-2 income, his monthly tax liability is around $5,000, okay? $4,500, $5,000, it's estimated. Obviously, we're not looking at your tax returns. If we have your tax returns, we can really help you understand your, your financial picture. But that gives him $10,600 of after-tax, after-debt income. So if he applied the Rule 35, as you learned that, on that after-tax, after-debt income, that means he has $6,900 to live on, and he should be investing $3,700. If he is not investing $3,700, that means he is out of balance with his living expenses and he is not saving. That is the pandemic. Americans, it's not that we don't make enough money. We are spending too much money. We are overextended. We have weight, a nicer car than we should, a nicer house than we should. We want to look like we have a lot of money and we're driving down the road crying because we're stressed out financially. And my wife is upset with me because she feels insecure. You want to have marriage problems? Don't make, don't have any money saved up. When a woman feels insecure, they, uh, you know, they, they just, it's, trust me, women want to feel secure. How do you make them feel secure? You follow the rule 35. But out of this $3,700, one of the things that we're very passionate about, if you buy a house, if you get a mortgage, if you come to us for financial guidance and advice is to make sure that you're protected. How do you make sure you're protected? 
life insurance. Okay, there's two ways to look at life insurance. A, to protect your assets with a term or just permanent coverage. Or if you want to look at building tax-free uh, you know, cash inside of insurance contracts that are permanent that you can access at you know, really any time, right? Yep. So if somebody has money and, and they're building it up inside of a cash value, properly structured policy, and there are some things changing in the tax law, right? With the, the, the MEC line that's going to allow those to perform more. Yep. I'd like you to talk a little bit about that. Right. Um, but when you look at that and you and you see the strategy of, of the benefits that that gives, and you, you'll watch more education on that and the, um, you know, the benefit of it protecting against uh, future tax rate. What is the, what is the, uh, you know, if I guess you're tied on those cash value policies guys to an index. Okay. What's an index? Tell them what, what an index is and how those policies earn a rate of return. In, in an IUL policy, a lot of people look at insurance as a, as a fairly unsophisticated product. And, and as I was saying to Jaden earlier, it is probably the most undervalued tax beneficial products out there. When you really truly understand that the, the tax a free death benefit, the tax-free growth, and the ability to pull out money tax-free. Those are things that most other financial products, almost all other financial products, don't have all three. That's significant. And and as, as James said earlier, he was talking about where you save this and to save that, and he used the right word. It was a mix. You don't put all your eggs in one basket. We know that. We, we're not advocating put all your money in life insurance. Right. There is, and we use the term of the diversity and in investments, life insurance should be part of those yes. savings. What, what, is, uh, what does it mean that, um, okay, so in these, in these cash value insurance contracts, they, how they perform is they're tied to an index, the S&P 500. What is the S&P 500? So the S&P 500 is just something set up, 500 stocks set up by S&P that is a basket of stocks that, that are selected in advance that says we're going to track these 500 companies and we're going to track their growth and we're going to put it on an index and you can you can watch that index rise and fall just like the dow jones industrial average is 30 stocks there's the russell 1000 there's there's all these that are set up that are tracking the market that's what they're intended to do well someone came along and said we're going to create we're going to pretend we're going to buy a piece of all of those and we're going to track the index what what the index does inside an IUL policy is actually quite sophisticated, where a VUL policy is putting money into the market in a way because it is a security. Right, right. A life insurance product does not put money into the market. What it does is it puts money into the insurance contract. It's the insurance company that actually goes out and buys options in the marketplace against that S&P 500 index. And so it's very simple. Your money's not in the market. You're you using the comp the company is using the index to to uh, allocate against that index. So if over time, 12 months contract like in our policy, the end of 12 months, if the market is up, they exercise the option. The gain is then retrieved and dropped into your policy. The beauty about that is if the market goes south and goes down from a year later, they let the option expire. You don't make any money, but the key is you didn't there's no negative consequence to that. That that particular index bucket allocation mm. did not go negative. Mm. So your policy is not in in a in a negative situation in those situations. Mm. So it's it's a perfect way to safely grow money inside a life contract in with the uh, tax consequences I talked about earlier that are favorable. 
And again, you know, I remember when I started out insurance in 2010, how that sounded foreign to me. It may sound foreign to you where index this and tied to this and not in the market, out of the market. Um, as you study finance, as you get an understanding of money, more importance to stay on that leadership channel and listen to these audios because over time you'll get very, uh, you know, you'll get more familiar with what we are talking about. And you could follow along in your mind as we explain things. And simply put, what he said is, uh, let's give an example on a contract. Let's say they have a 12% cap. Okay, so if the S&P goes up 22%, you give up the upside, your cap is 12, so you would only earn 12% on your, your money inside of that insurance policy. If the market goes down like it did in 08, it'll do again. We'll, it'll be interested to see what happens and when it happens, uh, but it always happens. Um, you don't lose anything. So you have a floor of zero. So you didn't gain anything, but you didn't lose. So you don't have to make anything up. So when you eliminate a loss from a long-term investment, the power of compound interest is, uh, Einstein says, one of the eight wonders of the world. And where, the way we explain this to our customers is A, showing you where you're at after tax and debt income and how to get creative with what you're investing if you're not already investing. And one of the things that we talked to you about is protecting against a future tax increase and how to utilize this as a bank account. Not, you're going to have investments in stock. We're probably all need to start investing a little in cryptocurrency, guys. What I'm hearing happening with, with crypto, we don't understand it, right? But they're literally building a Internet 2.0 that's ad-free. Well, if they can execute Internet 2.0 ad-free, right, and a, a, a price of, of crypto is tied to it, well, it'll, it'll change things, okay? There's, there's always those big things that we don't ever understand. I think crypto is, is one of them. But if you look at your bank account, we have a lot of clients got a lot of money in, in, in bank accounts. I always ask them, hey, if you die today, let's say you get 100 grand at Bank of America. If you die today, how much money would your family get? Well, they'd get 100 grand, right? It, how much interest is Bank of America paying you to have that 100 grand at, at, at the bank? How much they pay? Hardly, Hardly anything. Uh, 0.0012, you know, no telling. Uh, so insurance, you look at it as a bank account. If you put a thousand a month and you put 12,000 in the first year, if your family dies, how much money would they get out of that account? Death benefit. So let's say the death benefit, it was, was built for performance of cash value, say it was 600 grand. What other bank account can you put a thousand dollars in? God forbid something happens to you and your, your family gets 600 grand. Taxable or tax-free? Tax-free. Tax-free. Money and insurance is tax-free. So as that accumulates, as it grows at a higher rate of return than your bank account, we're going to teach you how to use that as your bank account, how to draw against it at, a, at an interest rate and how to really utilize and create a banking system so you can use that money as you live, protecting against a future tax increase. And if you study what's happening in the market with the historical tax rates where they are and then how much money we, we just printed. I heard an interesting statistic. You guys may listening to this know better. So it took us a, a hundred or is it either 200 years to print a, a trillion dollars. And then we just printed four times that last year. Okay. So guys, they're going to have to recoup that deficit. They're going to have to increase taxes. They are going to tax them. When you start withdrawing out of that 401k, I think the light bulb's going to go off in your head and say, Maybe that wasn't a good idea because there's no telling what tax rates are going to be. And I heard, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that the, the founder uh, or a guy who created 401ks just put an article out to say, hey, guys, 401ks were not meant to be used like this. Hey, did you hear that? No, not surprised. When, when did 401ks come into the market? 
late seventies, I think they think they took off in the eighties as, as companies started moving out of pension plans, looking for ways to provide retirement money for their clients. It was a way for them to step out of the risk that would pension plans created because the risk was on them to create a retirement at mm -hmm. retirement age. Mm -hmm. What they did is instead said, we're going to give you the money. We're going to put you in at the risk of figuring out how to get to grow that to get your retirement money. And it's, and it saved companies so much from doing the pension plans that uh, they started adopting them company wide is never meant to be like that. Um, so there's a lot of good things that we can do in life insurance. I'm going to close in this. I want to ask Jeff two questions. If you were talking to somebody that was, you know, in their young family years, what would you tell them about the importance and how to approach looking at life insurance? Life insurance is, is a long-term investment. It's, it's a long-term purchase. It's not something that's meant to say, I'm going to get in and get out. It, it, it's got some expenses tied to it, but to get the big, biggest benefit from it, you need to think about it as a 10, 15, 20, and 30 year um, expenditure that's going to yield the benefits that Jaden talked earlier. Long term. Something happens soon, there's a death benefit there. Something happens interim, somebody gets sick, long-term care, those kinds of things. There are now living benefits on a life policy that weren't there on our parents' and grandparents' policies that are now on these policies that I heard it said best the other day, how would you like to be the beneficiary of your own life insurance? And they were talking about these living benefits. Something happens to you, you have access to money above and beyond even the capital. Mm, you hear that, guys? Explain that again. So it, let's say you get in a car wreck. You can't do perform the normal duties that you normally do. Your life insurance policy, if it's got the right living benefits to it, you can actually access money from your policy above and beyond the life insurance. You can access some of the cash and pay your mortgage, pay your bills, right? Tax free. All right, guys, this is something we don't take lightly because it needs to be in everybody's financial um, discussion and portfolio and plan. What would you tell somebody that wants to build a business in life insurance that they've never done it before It interests them? They want to learn. They want to get started. What advice would you give to somebody that may be interested to do in life insurance full time or part time? with your 35 years experience. If you're looking for an opportunity to be your own limiter on income and and uh, experiences in a, as, a, as an independent entrepreneur, the life insurance business is is one of the top. You're, you, you, you can grow as big as you wanna be, you can be as flexible as you wanna be, you can define the market that you wanna be in, you can drive the business to where you want it you're in charge. Mm. Um, the life insurance business provides an, an inordinate amount of flexibility. There's all sorts of training and, and uh, places, resources to get uh, yourself ready to approach that market. There's lots of people out there that are, that are willing to help um, get into that business and learn it. It's a, it's a terrific sort of grow your own. Uh, I want to be in that sort of a white collar, uh, help people business. Um, I know lots of people that get into the business and, and they're number one driver. I like helping people mm. because mm. when somebody's in trouble, mm. whether it's that, that car wreck where they need some benefits or unfortunately somebody dies, you're one of the few people that show up with a check. Mm. Mm. Jeff, thank you. Where, where'd you come in from today? I've been in Houston a couple of days, headed back to Dallas. So he came all the way in just for this little podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. You'll be learning some stuff from him. Um, I want to encourage you and challenge you to continue to learn the rule of 35. Wazango will show you how to be successful in insurance if that's the industry that you choose to, to, to go into. Keep learning. 
Keep studying. Watch that video. Watch that video that we put out on the uh, leadership channel for every week. We'll give a new educational video to study. Think deep. Think about your life. Where do you want to go? Know that Wazango is here to help you. If we can help you in any way, reach out. Share this message if you think it could benefit anybody. You can bet your money that I'm never gonna stop. I'm here today to take you all to the top. We only get one shot in this thing called life. It's all time to make.